So you know this podcast is about politics, pop culture, and life in general. And I used to review movies and probably talk about a TV show here and there. But now I have a dedicated podcast for that. It is called the Season Premiere Podcast. That is also a weekly podcast just like this one, but new episodes every Thursday where I talk about my favorite shows and maybe movies I've seen and I review them. So if you want to hear my thoughts on all of that outside of politics and all these other things that I talk about on this podcast, go check out the season premiere podcast. You can find that podcast everywhere you can find this podcast. Subscribe over there, just like you're subscribed here, and enjoy the rest of the show. All right. How's it going, y'all? It's your man, Ernest. Do you love Ernest? Same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. We are back with a returning guest, first returning guest, one of my favorite guests, Michaela Cox, back again to talk about a new book that she's got out. And uh, well, I'm going to give the floor to her. So how's it going? How, how's everything been since the last time we chatted? Oh, it's going great. Sorry, my kids decided to pop in. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> no it's awesome um i've been busy um doing yeah. all the things and i got this book out in june when i wanted to it was actually on time I'm like thank yeah. god and not behind schedule for once um <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know um it was it's called now i see um a lifetime of learned truths along my journey yeah um I've been uh, talking a lot about lately, um, just what I call my 38 triple D. I know we talked about a lot of different things last time. So this is more kind of, I guess, laser point. Um, 38 triple D for anyone who may not know, it's what I call a a journey of much going from much tribulation to thriving in all things, lifelong disability of legal blindness, uh, divorce at 26 and death of my husband at 38 four years ago and threw me into solo motherhood so it's been an interesting ride <laughs> yeah definitely we'll get into all of that um i wanted to get in since you mentioned the 38 triple d i know you mentioned that the last time we chatted as well but as i was reading into this book and the information you sent me it looks like you've gone into more depth with that so could you explain that to the listeners who may have not listened to the first episode we did I did. It's basically, it walks you through what that life has looked like up until now. I, um, I, it's about 31 chapters long and the first yeah. part is explaining what it was like to be born blind. And then because of my background of, of religion and faith and Christianity and all that, what it was to receive my sight and then what it was to grow up disabled. And then it goes into a little bit of my high school years. And then you fast forward to college. And then I explain, you know, this is, boy meets girl, boy and girl graduate, get married, you know, blah, 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 the typical <laughs> yeah. thing that a lot of us do in our culture. I'm assuming in other places too, but, you know, it seems to be the thing. You go to college, you get married, whatever. Yeah. Or it used to be. I don't know how much that holds true in today's culture, but, you know, whatever. And then what that was like to be married in an interesting circumstance that was not your typical circumstance. And it was not what I thought it was going to be. It ended up being something totally different. And then how I had to walk the road of divorce and then what it was like to figure life out after divorce, something I never thought would be a part of my life. Because I didn't believe in it. I was raised in a family. Um, you don't get divorced. I mean, 
my mom's mom were together with her husband for 28 years till he passed away and all three of her siblings including her were two of them were still married one didn't get divorced till after I was divorced so it was my generation that got divorced it was me and one of my cousins but so and my parents are going on their 47th wedding anniversary in November and they've been together including dating for half a century for 50 years that's what I'm saying we don't get divorced in our family so it wasn't just a hard decision it was like very like you're having to rip yourself apart to go from the direction of everything you didn't want to ever be a part of or believed in or were taught to believe in so it was very much not just I mean divorce is hard anyway but in that sense of just going through divorce but when it's something that I mean no one expects to go through it I'm not saying that but when I had to question everything that I was raised with to do it it just kind of makes it even more kind of pulling your life inside and out yeah. so um, I did that and then I went on a journey of um, finding the man that I was talking about that passed away um, right after that and we were together for almost 12 years and so I talked about that and then what it was like to become a mom you know just that whole kind of what we went through together and then when my journey as a writer kind of took off in the same time period while we were together um, and then after and then I talk about I spend five chapters on like what it's been like the last four years being a widow, um, going through grief and loss while having to raise two kids and being a mom. And then I kind of just sum up with the last part of now I see what I know, my truth, and then what I've learned through it. So definitely. That's a great segue into my next question, basically. Um, how does this new book that you have out now I see compare or contrast to the past books? Maybe this last book that you came on to came on to talk about on the show or just other books you've done in the past because I know you got a bunch yeah this is number eight and I'm working yeah. on nine and I'm supposed to have <laughs> always working yeah five the rest of the year and my crazy brain I've already mapped out 2022 and 2023 mm. I mean wow and I could go way on past that I was looking at my writer's notes the other day when I was trying to get them spruced up and make sure they're up to date and it's insane amount of titles I have already I'm like dear god no please brain don't give me any more <laughs> I'm sure it will though, but anyway, that's my problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> something my mind works. Um, kind of interesting to have that kind of brain, but um, oh well, for better or for worse. But yeah, so this is different in the sense it's still nonfiction. Mm -hmm. It's still, I like it in the format of a lot of chapters, but short little chapters, because I think it's better for people, attention span, and like, oh, I read two chapters, great. I can, you know, come back and feel like you accomplished something. So I would rather write a lot of short chapters, but they're a lot, but they're bite-sized, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's still true as in the structure of my other books. And it's still, I try and bring in cleverness and humor and, and new perspectives when I can, but this is very, um, probably the most rawest book I've put out yet because it is exactly my life story. And it's, as you heard me describe it, it wasn't always pleasant. It wasn't always easy. It was very raw. I mean, yeah. Growing up with disability and blindness and legal blindness and the things that come with that when you're a kid. I mean, kids are cruel, <laughs> you know, so there's a lot of things that went with that. And, you know, life was hard anyway with a disability. But then when you add the work that I had to do in school just to um, do what I did in school and do the best I can and succeed in school, it takes a lot of work. That's not something that just, I mean, it's a lot of work for everyone. But then when the whole caveat of my disability or one of my disability is, um, it takes me longer to do things. Yeah. 
to what most people do and I don't know, whatever they do in their time period, you're probably adding at least five or 10 more longer for me. So like when I'm in school, I don't work like at a job. That is my job. <laughs> that is my whole job because there's literally nothing left time in the week for anything else. Um, when I got out of grad school and I was married and had one and then two kids on top of it and my husband at the time, the one that passed away, was in grad school and in the military and we had one and two kids together. So, you know, it was crazy. But literally when I got out of grad school in 2016, I got 20 to 50 hours back in my week that was sucked up by grad school work only. Yeah. That's it. Okay, I didn't, there was no, I was going to, no, I was at home with the kids and I was doing grad school work every little nook and cranny of time I could. And I got that time hour back after five years of doing grad school. So that's hard when you're doing school and you have to do things differently. And then when I was a kid, like K through 12th grade, because everyone knew I was the kid that was disabled because there was no secret. <laughs> it was quite abundantly clear that I was one that was different that comes with its own problems. And so it's kind of like a double whammy. So I talk about that in like chapters one through six, I think. And then I go into, um, so yeah, so that was kind of messy at times. And then when you're talking about a really hard, challenging marriage that involves issues like to be blunt and to give you a picture, lack of better words, sorry for the TMI, lack, okay. of, lack of sexual intimacy and uh, porn addiction on his part and other issues that come with that, that's raw. That's really hard. You know, and I was young. I mean, we were both young. We were like, 22 and 21 when we got married and those are some issues that I really think that any couple no matter how old you are or how long you've been married are issues that most people would struggle with and we hadn't been married that long mm. it started right off the bat so you're asking a 21 year old who's never been married before I mean I wasn't ignorant of matters I mean I was raised to know what marriage was like and you know mom and I were always talking about relationships and what guys do and women do and you know what you need to do in marriage but still you're not raised or prepared to go into those kind of hard marriages right. it's supposed to be happily ever after with Prince Charming and Cinderella exactly not the case <laughs> not definitely not once I got into it so that's very raw and hard and then you have about one or you have the chapters that go and talk through, uh, my husband's name was John that, that passed away, mm -hmm. about how we met and our journey from like 12 to 16. That's kind of very happy and easy and light and, and wonderful the way it's supposed to be. We hit chapter 17, it's about him passing away. And then so 17 to like 25, it's about walking that journey of becoming a widow and grief and loss and what my last four years have been like not fun <laughs> and then I sum it up with what I learned through all of that so it's very different in the sense of what I'm presenting I'm pretty much putting I'm not really holding a lot back at that point but and that's okay because I'm yeah. okay with that because the purpose of it was showing this is what it was like to be born with a disability mm -hmm. this was like to be at 26 what it is to walk through divorce and this is what it like although not the youngest but definitely not the oldest at 38 to become a widow and a single mom while disabled by the way never going away, never changing. And so in order to show that and what it, how I've been able to find a way to try and thrive walking through that to the best of my ability, although I was still trying, you had to put it all out there or you wouldn't get the significance of the lessons that have been learned 
to see how I went from much tribulation to thriving. So it's very raw in a lot of places. So yeah, it's different in that sense. Whereas not that my other work isn't important, but it's not, I mean, it is my life experience in the sense of when I'm writing about motherhood, I'm just sharing what it's like to be a mom or what I've learned through motherhood. Hold on. It's okay. I'm on an interview. So sorry. Um, I told them this. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. This is the raw and realness that I love. So that, yeah. that's why you're one of my favorite guests. So that's I'm raw and real on here. So I get it. Like, I understand. I went out and told them, I'm fixing to be in an interview. Leave me alone. This is your chance to tell me what you need. Right? It's, it's summertime. Fine. The kids are home. Yeah, um, I understand. I'll try not to keep you too long. I have like two no, more. No, no, it's fine. Yeah. But um, they're playing. They have a friend over. So it's different from the school year when I usually podcast because I usually during school hours and I don't have to worry about that. But summertime, not so much. Anyway, so when I'm talking about motherhood, I'm just talking very like, hey, I did this today. It's just my, you know, added, you know, anecdotal life experience and religion. It's just my thought process about what I believed or where I'm coming from, what I've observed. It's not, I mean, that is important and that is who I am. So it's still truth, but it's not walking you through the ins and outs of what really has been an interesting and kind of diversified, pretty difficult at times, a life journey. And politics is politics. Okay, yeah, not fun, but I mean, I actually like it. Yeah, I'm weird. Yeah. But yeah. that's nothing for me. That's intellectual. That's academia. It has nothing to do with my life as far as just my crazy passion for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, part of you. Yeah. So the rest of it is just what I love and what I love to talk about. This is actually what I've lived every day of my life since I took my first breath, depending on what part of the journey you're talking about. So I think that's how it's different. If that answers your question. Yes. I realize a very long winded answer. No, it's all good. I, I love it. Uh, it did answer part of it. The other part was how is it similar in ways other than the aspects of your life that you've shared in this book compared to the last book and other books are there any like similar themes and any similar messages uh from when i see to or now i see to past books as well um i would say if it is like i said i try and keep when i can my lighthearted, you know clever you know humorous you know different perspective because that's how yeah. i like to write but right you for the ones that may have heard of the book before the clock strikes midnight it's a series yeah. that i started um for my children and I shared the life lessons in there that I want them to take for them. So you may have heard touches on it and, and motherhood. I do, you know, I haven't written that one yet. Uh, when I become a solo mom, that's going to be book number four for fall of mm. 2022, because I have to do book two and three this year. So it's coming up, but yeah. so that'll kind of come to light in that one more. And then in motherhood, I am honest and frank about what it is to be disabled or, you know, when it was, you know, when you're a parent and you're married and all that. And I, kind of mentioned tidbits of because that's what it's been like to be a mom in those experiences so there's tidbits of all of it and kind of the other books but this is the one that really is going to center on and really do, uh, do a deep dive and really just put it out there this is the foundation of the series and there's several more books that will be coming in this series that now that I've set the stage and explained everything I'm going to be going to do a deep dive in certain parts of that journey mainly focusing on what life has been like um, during grief and loss uh, yeah. after being 38, but yeah, so. So when we get a book about just Michaela Cox in the future, just like the, just the woman, the individual, the person, we've got you, 
um, as a mother, we've got you as a, a writer, as someone who is disabled, but how about something like a memoir is pretty much what I'm asking. Is there going to be a, you know, something about it's, it's you? I used to never understand until I joined the writing organization I'm a part of. Yeah. I never figured out what the crap exactly was supposedly the memoir difference between a memoir and I'm like, a memoir, you're telling your story. It's autobiographical. What are y'all talking about? Like, I mean, it's cool, but it's more of a style of how you tell the autobiographical story. And I feel like that's what's been accomplished in this book. Now I see is it's very, it's very personal memoir. It's yeah. not like history memoir or anything, but it's my life story. So it is yeah. my memoir, say. And that's like what said, the vibe I got from it too when I checked it out. But I just wanted to ask that question and just to make sure. Right there. And then this whole yeah. series will be in that vein. Because I am going to, in book two through, I, I can't figure out if it's going to be six, seven, or nine. I haven't decided yet. But anyway, because some might get combined. But yeah, it's literally going to be helping people and hopefully reaching people that are going through similar experiences that I have or any tribulation. Because what I believe is um, this world is hard. There mm -hmm. is no one that's going to come unscathed from something. It may not be the certain ones that I've been through. and maybe something totally different. I never had to live through um sexual abuse or addiction or you know physical abuse as a kid like I've not had to live any of those hells but I've had my own some version of it and but it's still tribulation 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 it's still struggle 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 it's still overcoming 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 it's the idea of that skill set has to be accomplished the same way no matter what you're trying to overcome or go through so I want to, even though mine not may not be the same as someone else's anymore, theirs is not the same as what mine has been. Yeah. I still feel like what I've learned and how I have been able to get through not one, but two, but all three of the Ds of disability, divorce, and death mm -hmm. at the different ages as I was, because like I said, I've not had a day in my life where I was not faced with a disability. I came into this world taking my first breath disabled I know no different it's my only way I've seen the world and perceived the world is through literally eyes of disabled eyes that's it that's my whole life it will be my whole life it's never going away so there's never been some type of something in my life that I haven't always had to try and work to get around or overcome or try and find a way to thrive in or succeed in. that's been my whole life literally for almost 43 years and then you add the divorce and then you add the other layer of being death so in those 43 years, at least starting from birth, and then at 26, when you add those next two layers, I've always done my best to strive to thrive to find my way through it so that I can have a good and productive life and thrive in it. And so I've learned what has allowed me to do that. And I've learned that no matter what the struggle was, those same things works across the board for me. So that's why I say, while everyone's struggle may not be mine and mine may not be theirs, if you make the choice to want to overcome and empower yourself and thrive despite whatever you're facing, I think this is what it can do to help you do that. And that's why I felt like my message was important and my story was important is to share with people, hey, I'm doing what every, you know, I'm doing this and I have something to share with you to show you how to do it too, or try and do it. You know, like, and I'm not just BSing you. I'm literally walking what I'm talking here because I've lived it for since I was the day I was born. I'm not pulling any punches. I'm not playing any games. I'm calling it like I see it. This is my truth. This is my wisdom for someone who's had to walk through all this. Right. And I think that's the beautiful thing about you and just your writing in general is that um, 
as you were saying before, even the issues that people may not be able to identify with, the simple fact of the matter is that you've gone through these issues, these specific issues, and you're going through the process of moving on and achieving the things you want to. And I think that's the thing that anybody, whether they're disabled or not, whether they've had a divorce or not, whether they've had death in their family that was really uh, heartbreaking or not, um, these are things that they can learn from you and learn from any of your books as well. So I appreciate you for coming on. Any last words you want to say in regards to the books or anything in the future you're working on or just anything you want to talk about? In uh, this month, July, I hope to have the companion book out to the first book in Before the Clock Strikes Goodnight. August is supposed to be the second book in that series. And then September through December, if everything goes well, and you know, knock on wood, and all goes the way I like as Ducks in a Row type of girl, mm -hmm. it'll be Motherhood 2 and 3 with the companion books. And then now that all the series are established and the foundation has been laid, it's just every year. I'm going to be going through the cycle doing the next book in each series so like 2022 i'll be hitting up the religious series i'll be hitting up motherhood series i'll be hitting up the political series and i'll be writing the sequel the second one in the now i see series and before the clock strikes midnight yeah 2022 is going to be a busy year it's going to be yeah sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i definitely want to have that type of drive and everything so i i watch you and i look at other writers who are just like crazy because like i said uh, the last time we spoke I just put out a book at the end of like 2020 and it's like, I just started focusing on, okay, let me start writing the first one. Um, but I'm like in that zone of, uh, I'm still on this, you know, vacation aspect, but then it's like, I, I want to, you know, continue putting a, uh, something else out. So I get it. For me, it's kind of like, they say, once you ride a bicycle, you know, it's just getting back up. I've done it so many times and yeah. I love and what I like, it's like, okay, it's just my nature. It's just, okay. Yeah. knocking them down you know it's just what i, I do it. i love it yeah I love and it. i will so now that like i said all the series are laid like the faith series the motherhood the politics the before the, all those series those five series are laid now it's just following through and, and bringing out the next ones which would be what i do for the how many years it takes to finish them so yeah but this this year is about finishing up um the next book of the second before the clock strikes midnight and getting out motherhood two and three and then next year i hope to do um a book in every series for the following year especially politics because um i decided even though i was a little bit behind schedule on the first one uh pandemic wasn't helping there i think that a lot of people can say that that <laughs> the first three or four political ones i want them to come out um every two years uh, you know because the way of our american political election cycle we do the presidential election on every four years and then in between those we have midterms so yeah. because midterms are coming up in 2022 i want hopefully that one to hit that november and then on and on so all right cool well i would love to have you back on of course always to talk about any of the future projects as well or if you, just, you know. yeah i definitely. appreciate you letting me come on and share and like share my message and story and get the word out and like um I just ask that people check out my books and yeah yeah I'll have all that stuff in the currency of Amazon <laughs> yeah all that will be in the description box below people as usual so please check her stuff out check out all the links in the description box below reach out to Michaela if you want to as well um that'll be the end of this episode of the Ernest Thoughts podcast everyone take care out there